This is really warming up. Welcome to Startup X at DTEC. We have a nice cup of coffee from uh, the restaurant next door. Uh, we got, we're on our bikes. We're talking about AI, and we have two great guests. Thank you very, very much. Thank uh, you. Uh, Peter from Croatia, uh -huh. and Bhagwan Ramnani, and you are from? India. India. Okay. Two people, and we're going to talk about AI. Now, I have a statement about AI. I get very, very passionate in, in, in a segment earlier on. The Greek word for passion is miraki. I am seriously miraki about artificial intelligence. <laughs> the reason I'm passionate about artificial intelligence is how it's going to change our lives. What I always say now is that for the first time in the history of humanity, we are creating something. We are the rulers of the world, the leaders of the world, not because we're the biggest, fastest, or strongest, but yeah. because we're the smartest. Yeah. Now, we are producing and creating something that's smarter than us. And yeah. potentially, as we go forward, it'll get faster and faster and faster. Still way behind, yep. but it's going to get there. My opening statement to both of you is, will, can AI get to a point where it actually starts becoming very dangerous? And what are the one or two things that we need to do, not just to celebrate AI, which we will, uh -huh. but what are the elements that we need to be careful about as we think about AI in the future? You're with Intel. Perhaps you can start with that. Uh, I think what we can see is from a security standpoint of view. Uh, so when we kind of create or build such amazing applications, security should be at uh, the center point of the attention, and then we can kind of proceed on how we build about the solutions. Yeah. And if we kind of start that from the beginning itself, and as AI is kind of uh, a combination of network of nodes, so it will kind of start imbibing in itself that security element, and probably it can be a safer net and a safer system. Security is just one aspect, but as we develop ourselves, uh, uh, AI can start learning. So we're in simple artificial intelligence phase mm -hmm. at the moment. Yes. You go into artificial general intelligence, and then mm -hmm. we go into super intelligence when it's thinking for itself mm -hmm. and deciding what it wants to do. That's still 20 years away, so we're, we're okay on that. But I'm really concerned at this stage, because what we do is we get excited by and we're going to get to your bike in a second, Absolutely. by lovely bikes. Yeah. We get excited by uh, product and technology. And what we don't look at is the ethical side uh, mm -hmm. and, and the balance within the AI space. Mm -hmm. And that is, to me, one of the questions. So when you were deciding this amazing thing, I, I love it. This is Grunner, <laughs> and it runs really, really fast, <laughs> and it goes like a rocket, <laughs> and, and it has Oh, no, I thought it was an umbrella. It's actually not an umbrella. It's just a circle. But yeah. we, were, we could actually have a little umbrella above us when we're going around in this heat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Give us air conditioning. That would be First air conditioned AI bike, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Tell us so, about Grunner. What do you do? Yeah. So we are a smart technology uh, company integrating uh, smart technology in the Dubai. Basically, uh, bike uh, has uh, control uh, uh, through the internet application or uh, through web browsers, so we can activate uh, each, each functions like uh, lights or cameras or um, indicator lights uh, uh, through the internet, so it is IoT device. Uh, what makes him uh, smart is a vehicle optimization system, which is integrated inside the black box. So a vehicle optimization system is actually um, monitors the routes where you are driving, and uh, basically, if you are having a full throttle using a full electrical power of the bike and you started, uh, start going downhill, uh, wake optimization system with the gyroscope integrated inside, 
it will um, uh, reduce, optimize the consumption of the battery using G-force when you're going downhill. So by, by this, uh, we actually managed to get optimization up to 30% of battery consumption in electrical bike. One of the key things why we use a bike and people like me yes. is to go into the gym and not to be optimized, yes. <laughs> but not to be de-optimized. So okay. do you have the reverse of optimization, the Tarek bike, okay. reverse bike? Yeah, uh, so what, what actually we have, um, electrical power can be distribu distributed to the pedals and uh, basically we can use, for example, uh, some people who are just a rec uh, recreational uh, sports people, not uh, really like a sportsman, when they want to have, uh, how to say, more, uh, more uh, help from yeah. the bike, yeah. they can get more help from the bike. So basically, you can use 100% of the full battery, but then you can, you can use only 10 or 20% of the battery while you're pedaling. So people will have more, how to say, it will be easier for them to bike. Especially now in Dubai, when there is a big hit, maybe they get uh, tired very fast, uh, yeah. bike will help them to, <laughs> to uh, go wherever yeah. they want. Okay, uh, one final question and then we'll uh, yes. inv invite you back. Uh, and, and that is that with so much gadgetry on my bike, mm -hmm. is it making it less safe? I'm checking my email, I'm looking at my Instagram, <laughs> I'm doing my likes, I'm taking a selfie while I'm driving. I mean, come on. Well, uh, of course, it is not recommendable. Like in the cars, uh, you have computers nowadays in the car, so yeah. that doesn't mean that you are uh, driving less safely. So same thing, uh, I mean, bike has uh, application. Uh, I mean, uh, mostly when you are using it, when you want to turn on the lights or uh, basically this bike we were testing with the Dubai police uh, and they were, they wanted us to integrate also inside cameras, uh, back and front. So uh, then we can monitor, uh, um, of course, policemen, they can monitor what's going on. Uh, also inside, uh, now what we are um, partnering with the Intel, it's our, uh, our probably new projects. We will be. Uh, we will. Uh, we will uh, put inside some additional, uh, additional hardware, uh, which will and put a software which will be able to recognize face uh, uh, of the people or or uh, um, uh, tables uh, or how do you call it uh, card uh, plates, yeah. and uh, during the ride. And, and this could be a self-automated bike also. You just yes. sit on it and goes right. Uh, uh, coming yeah, up to in the Intel part, yeah. so, uh, the whole Please. idea yeah. is to kind of add the next level uh, remotability and manageability right. from the systems itself right. and to make it more efficient uh, and power consumption yeah. wise. As well. Today was all about data and collecting data. Right. So you must be collecting huge amounts of data. What sort of stuff are you collecting uh, and how can we utilize that and analyze that? So in this particular solution, uh, the data that has been collected is morely uh, from the sensors as well. Yes. And that data is filtered. Yeah. Uh, so most of your data does not not all of your data kind of ends up in the cloud right. for all your analysis. So you have a filtering process and then those uh, data points are kind of stored over there. And then you kind of utilize it for analysis and monitoring. And depending upon how you want to train the AI, you then feed that amount of data into the cloud system and then uh, utilize it accordingly. You know, I used to sit on uh, about three or four uh, boards of Intel Capital, uh, some of their startup companies. And uh, so why are you working with a company based out of Croatia, or I have you moved here and set up here? Uh, I mean, uh, Dubai uh, is a city uh, which is having excellent visions, like Dubai 2021, to become the smartest city in the world, the happiest city in the world. So I think that uh, Dubai is the excellent uh, platform for this kind of new technologies. Okay. Um, 
except uh, this smart bike, we are also having a smart bench, which already we are cooperating with Dubai Silicon Oasis in some of their parks. And uh, uh, I think uh, here people, they have more uh, sense for the technology and they really enjoy the technology. Going back to Intel, I have a, a, you know, a close association for at least the last 10, 12 years with Intel. What are the kinds of initiative? I mean, we've done the Intel Insight, and I use that all the time. What kind of initiatives do you have in artificial intelligence that Intel is, is focused on? Sure, so now we are focusing uh, to be kind of a more of data center company, and we're positioning more on our AI-based solutions. Okay. Uh, so our new uh, service, which is basically the Xeon portfolio, is more focused on analyzing and processing data. Uh, which is kind of catering towards more of artificial intelligence-based uh, programs and solutions. Also, we have a specific processor that's called the Neural Network Processor, uh, which is powered by Intel Nirvana. So Nirvana is another of our acquisitions which we acquired two years back uh, that are kind of pioneering into uh, optimizations related to AI and uh, deep learning on how do we optimize the hardware completely from that perspective. So, so what is the core strategy of, of Intel going forward as a large corporation? I'm sure they are uh, feeling vulnerable with uh, a lot of bright, smaller companies coming together. Uh, what is the core Intel strategy going forward? So we are basically trying to partner with uh, the startups as well okay. in order to kind of accelerate them. Because when you talk about AI, it's not one person's game. Yeah. Everybody has to collaborate, everybody has to work in an ecosystem environment. Yeah. And that's what we try to do. So we try to support uh, the ecosystem, uh, we try to support the startups, we kind of provide them the necessary support, the hardware support, and then probably connect them with these software vendors as well, yeah. if anything can be developed. So yeah. that is our probably the core strategy. I work with a very cool uh, AI company in the US, it's called Spark Cognition, mm -hmm. and they do AI-based uh, products and services focused on the oil and gas sector mm -hmm. and optimization of that. Mm -hmm. And now it's a 200 people company. Mm -hmm. And when I speak to people like G.E. Baker-Hughes, uh, Schlumberger, and, and other really big players, mm -hmm. they are now partnering with a 200-people company. Mm -hmm. and, and the question I'm going towards with you is that are these little or mid-sized 100, 200-people company with the absolute super brains in there, are they the future? Or the big monoliths like you guys or a Cisco or a day the future. That's a very difficult thing to comment on. No, it's difficult. I'm, I'm not asking for a politically incorrect statement. I'm talking about more in terms of thinking and strategy. I mean, are these smaller companies becoming more nimble and, and, and muscular and, and, and be able to do this rather than the big aircraft carrier? Because I see Intel as an aircraft carrier and I see these companies as the attack jets. You see what I mean? <laughs> so uh, these little companies, 100 people companies can go and attack any market, you know, while Intel is still working on sorting out some compliance nonsense. That's, uh, <laughs> that's a tricky question to answer. <laughs> that's another tricky question. <laughs> I am asking too many tricky questions. Many tricky questions. I can't help it. Uh, it's part of my DNA. So I'm going to ask them really safe questions. What does Intel do? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> safe, safe questions. Yeah. Uh, with artificial intelligence, you know, and, uh, and one of the components, questions I asked earlier on in terms of ethics and values and so on. So when you're building up these data sets, um, when you're building up these, these, the algorithms that drive it, do you stop and think how will it affect people, 
will it reduce uh, pollution? Will it, uh, or are you just doing it from a technologically driven process? So just to kind of uh, clear the point over here, we are not kind of building specific data sets. We just enable them. So we just power those data yes. sets. So we provide the hardware component. It depends upon uh, the software people, yeah. uh, the software companies, who are then it's their decision to kind of take up on how they want to power their whole AI data set. Okay. Uh, AI works very, very closely with a lot of other uh, technologies. So for me, convergence and then explosion coming out from there. Uh, what sort of other technologies, uh, uh, Peter, are you applying other than artificial intelligence in terms of this convergence? I mean, we are in, we are applying uh, uh, sensors in our our devices. Uh, it's uh, uh, all of them are. Uh, we have a cloud system uh, which is integrated inside our own cloud system. So, uh, yeah. So you're using That's, cloud technology. You're yes. using artificial intelligence. You're using sensors. sensors yeah. It's basically kind of combining the IoT. IoT. So you're combining AI, and yeah. uh, there are future plans to combine uh, certain applications such as the smart bench and the bike to uh, a privatized blockchain network as well. Uh, we are still figuring out on how we can kind of uh, make use of those blockchain networks okay. because when you have so many devices, you need to kind of monitor and you need to have a precise location and manage those assets as well from right. a city standpoint of view. Yeah. So those applications are on the line. So it's kind of a mix of IoT, blockchain, and AI as well. Yeah. So what other favorite projects mm -hmm. uh, do you have? So we have uh, a quite a number of projects uh, based in our lab upstairs. Okay. So basically, we are working, uh, focusing more on blockchain-based solutions. Okay. So we have our own uh, blockchain-based network set up inside the lab uh, based on Hyperledger Sawtooth. And over there, uh, partners and developers can come in. They can test their own solutions and softwares. And then we kind of try to help them uh, optimize those uh, on the network so that they can scale it out from a few servers to a huge uh, scale implementation as well. So we work on solutions based on logistics uh, and supply chain management as well. So we're trying to solve uh, certain areas of problems which people are facing. It sounds like a cool space. Would yes. we be allowed for episode two to come upstairs? Yes, and, you're most welcome. And have your second interview <laughs> in a safe space? Yes, <laughs> I, actually it's pretty hot over yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, no, we'd love to actually uh, uh, sure. come and visit you there. Uh, Final comment, Peter. Yep. Uh, what is your vision for this? Is everybody in Dubai going to be running around on a smart bike or what? Uh, definitely, uh, I think Dubai is uh, streaming to to uh, get more bicycles in Dubai. Uh, they are uh, they are building uh, lots of bike roads. Uh, initiative of uh, Prince Hamdan, and I'm very glad that uh, that uh, people are changing this uh, view of Dubai. Uh, not only using cars. Yeah. So definitely it will bring a more green environment, sustainability. I think yeah, there is a bright, bright future for this kind of technology of electrical bikes, especially for example, now these days in Dubai, okay, I'm coming from Europe, it's not so, so common that we use uh, uh, so much delivery like here. Uh, when I come to Dubai, everything is about delivery. People, they don't want to go out on the heat and buy food. So electrical bikes, uh, it will so, uh, solve the, the issues of the, of the pollution. And uh, I think it will be also quieter, nicer. 
So, yeah. and, your, and your smart bench is going to vibrate and, uh, <laughs> and, and be air conditioned and keep, my butt, keep yeah. my butt cool. I mean, that's basically yeah, what we are, we are, Yeah, we are using it. That's, happening, that's happening to a certain extent. We do have cool fans. <laughs> Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. I mean, and basically, if you do anything in Dubai and it's not air conditioned, yeah. forget it, it's not going to work. This is a local customary issue. Guys. Absolutely, that was, yeah. the, that was yeah. the first that thing that First insight. When Come we, to Dubai, make it air conditioned. Yes, we have a cooling system in our our benches. That was the first thing what we did. Basically, it was a it was a funny story when uh, we were we were uh, um, our first customer in Dubai for the benches was Dubai Police. So they 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 took the product and uh, they tested it. Unfortunately, they forgot one to turn on and uh, to turn on the cooling system. So <laughs> the guy was sitting on each and yeah. when he sat on the one which was without cooling system, he jumped up. <laughs> so yeah. definitely it needs cooling. Yeah, we have to switch things on now. Absolutely. <laughs> one thing we have to do. Absolutely. Final comment from you, Bhagwan. Sure. Uh, where do you think Intel and, and these startups are going as mm -hmm. we are in a startup X environment? Uh, what is your what is your vision about that? Your final comments, please. Uh, so basically, we are more keen and uh, looking forward to work with startups so that we can kind of foster innovation right. in the whole tech space, and then we can build uh, faster and amazing solutions. Brilliant. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we just heard from two people, a startup and a big monster company, and they are working together, and Intel is empowering these companies and making sure that they go out there and are able to fulfill their dreams. I also see that... Uh, for somebody like Intel, uh, uh, Peter's company as, uh, as, as Grunner becomes uh, almost like an R&D extension to some of their services. This brings in a lot of convergence and brings in a lot of future development and growth. And they're helping the startup community, which really feeds into the Startup X initiative. I thank them very, very thank much. You. Thank you for watching. Thank you, guys. All the best <laughs> and best so of luck. <laughs> yeah, and keep you. switching it on, please. <laughs> <laughs> thank yes. you. Appreciate thank it. You.